Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Welcome again to the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Cap, Mike Kapler, the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski, of course, once again for program number 701. I hope you enjoyed last week's show with uh, some of the highlights that we've had in, in recent months and years on the podcast. If you didn't uh, catch it, you can go back to growingingrace.org and find it there. Hey, Joel, hope you're having a good week. Hey, everything's going well here. I'm sitting across the table from Mr. Kapler. It's a it's a long table. It's like 3.1 miles. It's a really big table that we sit across from each other. But <laughs> actually, according to Google Maps, that's how close our houses are to each other. 3.1 miles. <laughs> you had me envisioning um, <laughs> the table Jesus talked about. I wonder <laughs> yeah. how big that one's Really, be. really, really big table. That's going to be a long one. Yeah, it's I mean, be we, we know it's going to be a big, big house <laughs> with lots and lots of food. I never thought food. much about the table. I guess if the house <laughs> is big, the table has to be big. Yeah, well, a big, big yard. And yeah, big, lots and lots of food. Definitely. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> audio adrenaline, if anyone's wondering. Christian <laughs> artists <laughs> back in the 90s, they had Big House. Oh, it was a good tune. Probably one of our most requested songs back yeah. at that time. Yeah, quite a novelty tune from those guys. But yeah, if I wanted to take the scenic route to your house, it'd be 3.5 miles. That's another (laughs) thing. (laughs) So yeah, Podcast 701, what a ride it's been. Let us move on then to perfection, (laughs) to quote the writer of Hebrews. (laughs) Well, I think what we want to do here over the next, perhaps the next few programs, after 700 programs, we're, we're kind of... I don't know, kind of sitting here, like you said before, we don't know how we got here <laughs> after, <laughs> after however many years. Has it been 15 years now? Yeah, 14 and uh, almost a half, I suppose. Okay, yeah. so going on 15. So we're kind of taking inventory here, like how did we get this started? How did we get to where we are today? So we're going to take just a few programs here to maybe try to focus on just a few of the things that we feel the program here at Growing and Grace is based upon a bit of a, a summary of what we try to communicate each and every week coming at it from all kinds of different directions. But we can kind of sum this up with some some real key things as it relates to the, the gospel. Yes, because, uh, you know, Cap and I, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you can see that we're basically of the same heart on all of this stuff. And there are some key things that we, in, in our hearts, we love to share. We love to communicate various aspects of the gospel and of the understanding that we can get from the scriptures. You know, like we talked about a few weeks ago, our relationship is not with the scriptures, but through the scriptures we can learn a whole lot. And that helps us as we get to know God, as we grow in grace which is really a matter of not growing in changed behavior, although changed behavior is really good, but that's not what growing in grace is. We're wanting to find out all that we have in Christ, all that he has given us. He's given us his very life. And so as we communicate the things of the gospel, there are certain things that we, if you've listened to us again for any amount of time, you know that that's what our heart is about. And so we'll be sharing several different aspects of of what we like talking about in, in the weeks to come here. 
there are so many things, but it, it boils down to the life that we have in Christ, the righteousness that we have been given freely by him through nothing that we've done. See, all of these things that we have in him come from not us trying to live up to certain standards, but from the standard that he has set, that he himself kept, and that he himself gave to us. He gave us the prize that we could never, ever earn. He did it himself. And uh, we love sharing with people that, because in religion today, in the church today, not to knock the church, as we always like to point out, but there are so many people that are just fried. They're burned out. They're thirsty. They're hungry. They've been fed a bunch of religious lies, a bunch of rules that they just can't possibly keep up with. And so it's kind of on our hearts to set people free, to, to, to share the truth through which people are made free. Let me put it that way. I think our topic this week is perfection. One of the things that is enveloped in so much of what we talk about here on Growing in Grace is that we have been perfected. You may have heard people say, uh, well, nobody's perfect. Well, <laughs> that's true. Nobody behaves perfectly, not unbelievers and not believers. Nobody has behaved perfectly. Nobody continues to behave perfectly, do we? We have problems with that. We uh, have struggles with certain things sometimes, some more than others, some people more than others, and some of us struggle with certain things more than others. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're making improvements in those areas, which as Joel kind of alluded to, that, that can be a good and, and a positive thing. The problem is so often is that we confuse behavior and our outward actions with who we are in Christ, and they are really quite separate. Now, who you are in Christ as a new creation, a partaker of the divine nature, the righteousness of God, this person that you have now become in him and through his finished work, it can carry over into how we behave. But behavior, my point is behavior is progressive. Behavior improvement is progressive. It can gradually get better. Don't get that confused with who you already are in him. We have been perfected. We can maybe skim over a few scriptures here to help you begin to understand this because you have been perfected. It doesn't mean you do everything perfectly, but you have been perfected. You know, we, we use the word Christian a lot, and it's almost like a nickname. We treat it almost like a nickname. We just say it without thinking. But it's it's supposed to be like Christ-like, and it doesn't mean that we always behave. And w what would Jesus do? Well, most of the time we wouldn't even know what Jesus would do. So again, we attribute it to behavior, but really the reason we're Christ-like is because we've been born again. We've got an inheritance. We've received this inheritance and a new life and we become like Jesus, we become like God because of this new life that has been gifted to us. Joel. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And that word new means something that has never been before. It's not like you 
you wear out a pair of shoes and so you go and buy another pair of shoes just the same thing it's just a new one no it's it's something that has never existed before something a new a new type of thing that's never been before we've been not just improved we've not just been changed and again changed behavior can be a really good thing but that's not our identity in Christ our identity in Christ is not changed behavior our identity is that we've been, become a, a new thing i like what our friends over at the the Grace Cafe podcast, say, if you haven't heard their podcast, check out, you know, search for the Grace Cafe podcast, Mike and Susan Adams. And one thing they say on there that I've heard them say, and it's part of this is in their intro to their show, it's that um, God demanded perfection, not progress. And so he provided a substitute, not a goal. <laughs> That's uh, there is so much said there. There that sums up so much of what we like to talk about on this podcast. God's demand was perfection. You know, James said in James two that if you keep the whole law, but if you stumble in just one point, you're guilty of all. And imagine us, we Gentiles who were never even under the law, we were far off, we were outside of all of this stuff, nowhere near God. But God provided a substitute not a goal for us to reach, because it's not progress that God is looking for, it's perfection. And he himself provided that for us. And so going back to the law, Hebrews 10 talks about how there were all of these sacrifices. Even under the law, they had sacrifices offered year by year by year, all the time. And it said, uh, it says that these sacrifices cannot make those who approach perfect. If it could, then it would have ceased to have been offered. All of those sacrifices would have ceased. If any sacrifice could have made anyone perfect, they wouldn't have need to be offered anymore. And so that's in Romans 10, or uh, Hebrews 10.1. But if you scroll down then, or yeah, I'm, re of course, using my Bible on my computer. If you have a physical Bible in front of you, you're not going to scroll. You're going to move your eyes down. <laughs> <But> <laughs> see, see how we help people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, see. We're here for you. Uh, no, but he says in, in verse 14, for by one offering, the offering of Jesus Christ, by one offering, he has perfected forever those who are sanctified. <laughs> so that's what we have in Christ. We couldn't do anything. We couldn't behave well enough, even if we did our the best of our best of our, of our best and kept 612 laws. If we failed in one law, we were guilty of all. And that, that's the human race. Under the law or not under the law, we fell short. And it was only by the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ that um, we've actually been perfected. Isn't that something? Understanding our identity in Christ is probably one of the foundational aspects from which this podcast was launched many years ago. Hebrews 6.1, going back a few chapters from where you were, Joel, and this is one of those verses that starts out with therefore, so he's following up on what he said, but he said, therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to perfection, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. People are always thinking they got to repent, they got to repent. Well, it just means to have a change of mind. So let's lay aside this idea of dead works and realize that we have been perfected. We've been made perfect. And by the way, in, in Hebrews, it also says that those old animal sacrifices, 
they could not make anything perfect. But this one sacrifice did that Christ performed on our behalf. It brought us perfection. Jesus told the Jews at the end of Matthew chapter 5 during the Sermon on the Mount after he just slammed them with the law of Moses and told them, so see, what's happening here, guys, is that you have to do this perfect. You are going to need to be as perfect as your Father in heaven. And remember when Jesus was on the cross and he said, it is finished, that word finished comes from the same word as perfect or perfected, perfection. Uh, it basically means the same thing, uh, something that has been brought to a completion, something that has been perfected. Jesus did that, but that word finished is a verb. That's the only difference be between that and some of these other passages that we've been talking about. Jesus did for us what was necessary to make us perfect. That's right. It's like with Jesus and the, the rich young ruler who said, yeah, I've kept the law. I've, I've done all this stuff. And Jesus said, you still lack something. He said, if you want to be perfect, <laughs> go sell all you have and, and give to the poor. You know, what's conveyed in that message, in that word, is if you want to be perfect, if you want to bring it to completion, if you want to reach the goal, see, there's a goal. See, with the law, there's a goal. If you want to reach the goal, then you've got to be perfect. You've got to do it perfectly. You've got to follow through completely with it. Jesus brought it to a close. Jesus finished it. Jesus perfected us. It's through what Jesus has done. So the goal that the people under the law had to meet, nobody could meet it. Jesus did it for us. And so that's why in Christ, we've been made perfect. And at the same time, we've been made many other things righteous we've been sanctified once and for all we've been forgiven once and for all we'll talk about more of these things in the weeks to come as we talk about what we've been born into talking about righteousness we've been made righteous next week right here on growing in grace this has been growing in grace with mike kapler and joel brzezinski Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.